Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you improve all areas of your life. And I've got a question to ask you. Do you want to be cherished or respected? Now, you may go, I want to be both. Well, whoa, hold your horses on that. I want to break down why you have to choose one or the other and why it matters in not just running your business, but all areas of your life, with your kids, with your job, with with whoever, you know, if you're wanting to get your needs met and communicate with love rather than intimidating people with threats or seducing them with guilt, we're going to talk about how that looks like and how you can get your thoughts or feelings conveyed to the person coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. Don't worry, I had my shots. I'm clean. <laughs> Be sure to hit that follow subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening to it lickety split, I've got some more questions and favors to ask of you. First of all, have you realized that I've got a, a function that you can send me a voicemail message. Well, yeah, check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. That way you'll be able to send me a message. Be sure to include your name and your hometown and what you've been enjoying about this podcast. And also let me know I have permission to give your voice some airtime. I would love to amplify your message too. Also, if you would love to connect with me, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to link into my free weekly mailing list where I drop some not to be heard anywhere else resources and some other very deep from the heart messages from me to you. I drop that once a week on Monday. So check that out when you join my free weekly mailing list. Also be sure to connect with my website, denisegelee.com. You'll be able to access my up story and more about me. I am a life coach for entrepreneurs specializing in trauma and addictions. Hear about why I even shifted from doing business coaching to life coaching and just my whole story in general. Check out my my offerings, which I'm going to be talking more about in a moment. Check out some articles and other resources that are available to you at my info.denisegelee.com slash connect. You'll be accessing my website and all those other things, including ability to consider working with me if that's something that you want to consider. Okay. And then the other thing that I want to ask of you is to be share this podcast. If you've been loving this podcast, please share it with someone else. That way we can amplify this message. And so we can all be communicating with love rather than intimidating people with threats or seducing people with guilt. And I'm going to dive more into that. So here's the deal, guys. What I'm going to talk about is really more of a one-on-one thing. So I want to introduce you to Royalty. Royalty is my six-month coaching program, private coaching program, where we talk for twice a month, 90-minute sessions on top of tons of books, tons of resources, tons of things that help you not just be able to have clarity into how you run your business, but your life and whatever else that's plaguing you. So check out Royalty. I'm going to leave a link for you to have more information about that. Check that out and the details section of our episode. Okay. So this idea of 
Do you want to be respected or cherished? Now, this is a common thing. And I think about Aretha Franklin's R-E-S-B-E-C-T, you know, find out what it means to me. Like everyone says they want to be respected, but that's really not how it works if you want to be cherished. And so let me explain what it means to be respected versus what it means to be cherished. I just want to just make sure we're all on the same mindset because for the longest time, I always thought as a woman, I want to be respected, right? And then surprise, surprise, I never really was able to have men treat me the way I wanted to be treated. And I've, I have come to find out that what I thought was respect was not really what I wanted. I really wanted cherishing. So basically what it means to be respected is that ability to be understood, appreciated, and valued for one's thoughts. That's what it means to be respected for your intellectual prowess, your your left lobe ability to thinking, your left lobe's thinking skills, analytical detail skills, processing, risk assessment. That's left lobe. But Right low, that, my dear, is cherishing where you are, your feelings are appreciated and valued and not trampled upon. That's where you're able to peek out your, your feelings, good, bad, messy in between and not feel stupid or a hindrance or feeling as if you don't have any value just because you're not able to process data and facts or be scientific or whatever it is. And so for a lot of women specifically, we've been taught in, and trained courtesy of the female liberation woman, women liberations movement, that we as women should be respected. And that works great if you are working and you are trying to accomplish different things. You're having agendas to meet. You have goals to to reach. You've got milestones. You've got all the stuff that you need to be doing. You have markers in terms of income or in terms of client load or whatever. You want to be respected for your thinking ability. Not so much for your feelings. Imagine if you hire someone to be your copywriter, whatever. Or, and they were late. And then they said, well, I'm sorry I'm late, but I just didn't feel like doing it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for people who don't feel like doing the work. You just push through, you get things done, and you keep it moving. And you find ways to either extend the deadline or get help or whatever. And you just you push through. Feelings are not allowed when you're at work, okay? Now, unfortunately, for a lot of us ladies... And sometimes for maybe for you guys too, if you choose to be more of a cherishable person, you take that attitude and you try to come against people that are mostly respect-based oriented, where you're you're talking about what you think, the other person talking about what they think, and you're going back and forth thinking, 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 I think, you think, what do you want, you think, and it's, it's, it's a battle of the intellectual and Oftentimes, because you guys are not complementary, you need one person who's more thinking oriented, one person's more feeling oriented, and that way you have more AV dance, a nuance between the two of you. But if you're two people in a romantic situation, thinking, 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 then it's going to lead to conflict because one person's going to want to outshine one another. Now at work, having a bunch of people, we're all thinkers at work. We all want to be respected at work. So just think of thinking, respecting. That way we can get stuff done, 
keep it moving. We don't take things personally, right? Have you ever heard the expression like at work, I don't take it personally, it's just a job. Well, that's when you're choosing to turn off your feelings for that moment in order for you can, to get the job done. That works perfectly done, perfectly well when you're at the job, slaying it, crushing it, meeting your goals, thinking, wanting respect. Now, for a lot of us, we don't know when we want to be cherished one versus one when we want to be respected. And so this advice doesn't apply necessarily in romance. It applies everywhere at work. When we are at work, okay, it's, we've been taught, especially during the last few years that our bosses or our place of work should be able to respect our values, respect our feelings. And there's been a lot of clashes because there, there is a focus on getting the bottom line, meeting the bottom line, meaning meeting their targets, getting the money, getting stuff done. Because here's the thing, we can respect our feelings every day, all day. But if everyone's so feeling oriented at work, everyone is not being able to communicate exactly what the situation is without trying to cover it up or trying to placate or trying to make it the other person not feel bad when the reality is that this is not personal this is at work we need to get get stuff done so this idea of i want to be respected is so confused with really i want to be cherished and oftentimes people take their unresolved issues from past bad experiences in their jobs and their families or whatever. And they think that somehow they're going to feel whole and complete at the job and their business for whatever reason. And I'm here to tell you, I hate to burst some bubbles and saying that if you're looking for a job to make you feel whole and well with yourself, it's not going to happen. Okay. It only happens when you have your own sense of identity, your own sense of accomplishment, your own sense of worth, where you have enough self-love for yourself that you choose jobs, you choose careers, you choose, you create businesses, you have people around your world that can be able to communicate with you in such a way that they meet deadlines, they get stuff done, they don't, they don't abuse your trust, right? But at the same time, you can be able to interact as humans and not robots. Because look, here's the thing. Even at work, everyone has bad days. Even at work, everyone has those moments where you just don't feel, you're not feeling up to speed. Like I remember over the winter break, you know, I was talking with my assistant and I was, and I was telling her, you know what? I just don't want to talk about business right now. Let's just talk about just random stuff, her life, my life. And we just kind of shot the breeze and just had a really good time talking about different things that had nothing to do with our, with the business. And there's moments where we just need to take the foot off the gas, let some steam come out and just enjoy the company. And this is not what I'm talking about with this idea of we have to be totally professional, completely devoid from our emotions and not talking about our feelings. I'm not saying that what I'm talking about is this issue of you're feeling broken because, for example, you may have been in a job where that people did not respect your ideas. They had lack of trust in you for whatever reason. So you think that, well, if I start my own business, I'm going to be able to get all the trust and the admiration and the respect. And the fact of the matter is there was a lot of undealt issues with feelings of worthiness, feelings of value, feelings of 
trusting in yourself. And that's why I have my program royalty. That's why I have one-on-one coaching programs because I don't want your past unresolved issues to corrupt your past, your, your, your present and don't you're not corrupting your future. Oftentimes I've noticed with clients, and heck, even myself, if I had to be totally honest with you, with you guys, that I took a lot of damage from the past and somehow thought that I could just somehow take my old damaged self and put myself in a new situation somehow will be better. You know, I think about the Bible and that uh, section of the Bible, Jesus was saying, you can't put new wine in old wine skins because it will just burst and ruin the, the bottle. And that's kind of what happens when we're, tr- we're trying to force ourselves to feel whole and complete by thinking that if, well, if we got into a new relationship, we start a new career, we start a new fill in the blank, it's going to feel better about ourselves. And part of the reason why we had those problems is because we didn't understand what it meant to be respected first or cherished first, because you can't have both. If you're trying to be equally respected and equally cherished, that only works if you are a individual person that's single, right? And you don't have any kids and you don't sure don't have any romantic partners. And so you can flip flop between how do you feel versus how what are you thinking? And that's kind of what narcissism is. Now, I don't want to, most people throw out the word narcissism as, as, as something that's like a, a dirty word. Now, n- here's the thing. Narcissism is a a gradient, a spectrum, where if you think of it as a scale from zero to 10, zero meaning you have no feelings of self-worth, no feelings of pride for yourself, no feelings of a disappreciation for yourself versus 10, meaning that you have some type of borderline personality disorder. You are probably sociopathic, highly sociopathic, and are unable to respect the rules of society, being appreciative of other people and not taking advantage of people. That So it's a sliding scale between whether or not you are dormant, zero or 10, you're a sociopath at 10. And here's the thing, in order to be a person that can hopefully successfully navigate interacting with people, you're, you're slight middle of as a five meaning that you're not so full of yourself that you don't care about if you're trampling the rights or any care consideration of others, nor are you completely ignorant to your own needs, right? If you need to take care of yourself, your physical, your emotional, your spiritual needs, you're flat at five. So you meet other people, hopefully are at a five too, and then you both come together and as a 10 versus you're meeting someone as a sociopath as a 10, completely self-absorbed, completely narcissistic at 10 or and you're meeting a someone as who's a zero as a doormat okay so for a lot of us we have not understood that you cannot flip-flop in a romantic situation with both people demanding to be respected and cherished at the same time and let me kind of explain what that looks like because i maybe i can tell tons of stories beyond uh, above and beyond our time from one with one another I'll never forget this one particular time frame where I think I was in my early 20s and I was dating this particular guy and I wanted him to respect me and I wanted him to pick me up at a certain time frame. And more or less, I was trying to mother him, to be quite honest with you. And I had this feeling that he must 
respect my rules and cherish me at the same time because I would feel bad if he didn't pick me up because I would lit I would light a fire up up his behind I would light him up for not being able to cherish me if he complained right so that's I was being totally narcissistic where I wanted my thoughts respected and I wanted my feelings cherished all at the same time it shouldn't you know be a surprise I remember I got dressed up and I just waited for him and I waited for him and he Thankfully, he had enough respect for himself. He never picked me up. So he was a no-show. And I remember calling him up and saying, how dare you not pick me up? Didn't I tell you? And I teared one into him. And after that conversation, he said, you know what? I don't think we're a good fit. And I remember feeling so heartbroken about it. But anyone who has any shred of self-respect for themselves would never, ever want to be emotionally abused or manipulated And that's what I want to talk with you about. If you want to be respected first, you're going to have to abandon your desire to be cherished for your feelings. That means unless you are puking or you are bleeding or something's going on, no one's going to be asking you how you feel, but what you think, what your thoughts about, what's your plan of action. This idea of thinking first being respected works great at the job because you got to get things done. This also works well in a romantic relationship. If you stay in your lane and being thinking oriented, there has to be one leader, no two co-leaders because it all always inevitably lands into fights. If you have two people who are respected, you got one person that's respected, but you can't have two respectable people, right? You need someone who's complimentary. That way you need someone who is more feeling oriented can be able to explain if things are not going well they can create a sensual and sexual and very safe and nurturing environment that's why you need someone who is cherishable someone that's more feeling feeling centered and you're not asking them about what the plans are you're asking them if they feel okay with that so that you can be able to know whether or not you're doing anything that could verge on verge on the ends of being illegal immoral and unethical. That's why you need someone complimentary into you in a romantic situation. I just really want to make a keyword in a romantic situation. So you need a yin to your yang. You need someone to be able to balance off strong leadership energy with more passive receptive energy. You can't have two people being receptive because if you do, then nothing's going to get done. You get will be bored stiff of each other. If you have two people who are more respectable, then you guys are going to blow up into fights or you'll be, be, be good working partners and then each of you will have two lovers on the side, okay? That's not good either. So that's why I want to ask you, if you want to be respected, right, always you're always going to be have to be choose to be respected at work if you want to get promotions get work done get new clients whatever you want to do but after the whistle blows you're going to have to make a choice whether or not you want to be respected or cherished now in this little time frame i want to be your relationship coach (laughs) and uh, talk with about this idea that i've met so many women who have been ball busting, get her done kind of girls, do good girls, and finding men that are more or less wanting to be cherished for their feelings. And then they're wondering why they're not 
get feeling loved and feeling appreciated because they're so busy mothering and trying to be dominating and controlling. And that's because you never, my lady, if you choosing to be respectable at in the romantic area, you can't expect to feel cherished. You're going to have to choose to put that suitcase inside the trunk and become a, a feminine, cherishable lady. And for some of you guys, if you've been wondering why in the world I'm meeting these women who haven't been able to respect your lead and make, and it seemed like she's always trying to steamroll your decisions or try to have you go under her agenda, you have to ask you yourself is, do you want to be more respected for your feelings or for your leadership? And that's something that you're going to have to decide for yourself. I know, I mean, even personal experience, every single relationship, I mean, heck, even to some extent, the beginning of my marriage with my husband, I wanted to be the leader. And when I think about all the, the the discomfort, all the pain, all the drama of my relationship, and the reason behind it was I was trying to be just as good as a respectable type of a man. There's no other way to say it. Respectable man with masculine energy alongside my partner who had to balance me off. Because think about it. Every relationship... Rem- homosexual, heterosexual has to be complementary. There has to be a more of a stronger and then more of a, a passive energy. And I was trying to d- be the more aggressive energy. And surprise, surprise, I got into a lot of the fights, a lot of disagreements, a lot of problems because of that. And so in order for me to feel my feel, my feelings, be cherished, de-stress from the workday, de-stress from all the things, I had to put my weapons of war down. Because as even though I have a strong stroll, strong soul, right? I have a, 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 a weaker body and I didn't respect that. And I, when I think about all the health issues that I had over the years, it, it was really chalked up to me trying to fit a role energetically that I was not designed to meet. Now, I'm not saying here and saying that all women can't be strong 24-7 and there's no headache, health problems. But I don't know. I've met too many women in my private coaching practice and in all sorts of walks of life where they were stressed, they were anxious, they had insomnia, they had all these issues. And it was always because they were trying to out-compete, out-maneuver, out-control, out-whatever out the, the person they were with. And that's where the problems began, okay? And for a man who just wants to be over-nurtured and over-cherished for his feelings, he's going to have to decide for himself if that's not causing him any health problems. Because here's the thing, we have to be complementary. And if a, a man who has a strong physical body, but it's a very gentle soul, right, it's just trying to be cherished all the time, it's going to make him go sick because he's not taking the responsibility for himself and for the welfare of his partner. It's just something to think about. And I wish that somebody explained that to me I there's a wonderful book called The Anima Animas. It was written by Emma Young. It's the wife of sorry, she's the wife of the analyst Carl Young and a protege of Sigmund Freud. And there's a lot more to it. I talk about more of this with my clients in private session about how we may have inadvertently caused ourselves to adopt roles 
trying to be cherished first when we really want to be respected first, trying to be respected first when we really want to be cherished first. And and no wonder why we've had problems with our, in our jobs, or we've had problems in our relationships, where we had problems like all over the map. And for a lot of us, we just copied and mirrored what we thought it was to be a career woman or versus a woman with a career or a career man versus a man with a career. We never paused. We never asked ourselves the question. I, I myself had to unlearn a lot of different things. And I was talking with a friend of my mine the other day and I, and I literally said, I'm a proud underachiever. I am. Don't get this. Don't get me wrong. I have ambitions. I have career goals. I have things that I want to do, but it's not so much to the point where I want to try to outcompete my husband. I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to be the bigger man. Now, when I'm talking with clients, for sure, I have my full-on, respectable, more masculine-oriented energy. And I talk a little bit more about that masculine versus feminine energy. If you're wondering why am I speaking to this, I'm not talking in code. I talk a lot about, about that in my course, Amazing Attitude. Of course, I talk about it with my private clients about what they want to be more energetically because it's really important. But anyway, I was saying that I don't want to work, 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 work all the time. I want to be in a state of ease. I want to be in a state of flow so that I can be in tune with my body says it's time to rest versus when my, t- my, my body says it's time to rev things up versus when my body is telling me that something needs to change even with how I do my business or how I interact with other people. Things need to change. And I, I know it's as I've been allowing myself to be more cherishable in all areas of my life, not just in my business, but in my relationship that I'm finding myself in, instinctively knowing, not intuitively. Intuitively is more thoughts oriented. Instinctively is feeling, more, feeling oriented. But anyway, instinctively knowing where I need to be and what I need to be doing. And that has been such a game changer. So if I just had an overview of everything that we've talked about, if you want to be more respectable, you have to be thinking oriented and that works great at the job. In fact, that's the really only way to be successful at the job is to be thinking oriented, respected for your thoughts, your ambitions, your your intuitive nature, your ability to decipher, decode and come up with plans and having actions and goals. Great. Do that. Everyone is more or less have to be respected at work in order to get stuff done. But at the whistle blows, you're going to have to make a choice between if you want to be respected or cherish first. Compliments attract. It doesn't matter if you're straight or you're, you're gay, lesbian. doesn't really matter. That We need compliments. If you have two people who want to be cherished, it's going to be so bored out of your mind. Nothing's going to get done. If you have two people who want to be respected, you guys are going to get to fights and fuse. Or you're going to, if you do hook up with each other, you're probably going to have affairs to find someone who compliments you on the outside. So I just want to make sure that you're aware. And then this idea of whether or not we want to be more respected or cherished has a huge part of whether or not you have some unresolved issues. Because for a lot of us, we drag crap from our childhood, prior jobs, and we think we can use the new situation as a solve for all the other unresolved issues. And the fact of the matter is you're going to have to be very clear about yourself, about your intentions and what you want and why you want it. And if you do have some unresolved issues, it can unfortunately pollute all your best efforts in the future. So I just want to just make sure that you're aware of 
maybe you might have sabotaged certain things inadvertently because you were expecting the relationship or the job to do things that it was never intended to do. I don't look for my job to feel validated for my feelings. It's just not going to happen. I look to other areas to satisfy the need versus if you're looking to go in your romantic relationship to feel validated for your thoughts, I well, it just depends on whether or not you want to be a respectable leader or a cherishable follower. I don't really know. I talk more about it in my private coaching one-on-one about the difference between the two and how you're going to set the stage for how you interact. Because for a lot of us, we are just clumsily bumping into one another and not really understanding the ambition. And that's why we got into, we get into a lot of problems. At least I know I have. Okay. And then lastly, I just want to say that for a lot of us, we have to understand that narcissism is great if we are a balanced five. Remember, it's a, a think of it, a pendulum, it's a gradient. It's where we don't want to be a zero dominant or a 10 sociopathic. We want to be at a five where we understand our rights and, and our feelings and the feelings of other people. So we need to have a healthy sense of self. And if you're single and you don't have kids, right, and you just work, right? then it's great if you want to be completely narcissistic where you want to be respected and cherished at the same time. But not so much if you want to be in a relationship or or interact with people on an intimate one-on-one level. Well, I know I said a whole heck of a lot. So if you have any questions, please feel free to interact with me, info.denisegelee.com slash connect. You can write with me there or send me a voicemail message at anger.fm slash denisegelee or If you're interested, uh, sign up to my private poaching program so you can learn more about how you can balance your energies. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.